Let's everybody stand. That was good, wasn't it? It's always good to have the children out here doing things. Well, Merry Christmas, everyone. So good to see y'all today. Let's have a word of prayer and we'll get into the, into the message. Um, just want to remind you that tomorrow, and, and, and they can adjust the sound a little bit. I sound kind of like I'm down in a, in a hole, so they'll, they'll do that as we talk on here. But uh, um, tomorrow evening, right here at 6 o'clock, we're going to have a candlelight service. And so I realize many folks are doing things with family and some are out of town and whatnot, but others of you uh, may, may be available. So we'd like to invite you to come tomorrow night if you can, bring family, friends, whatever. It starts at six o'clock and we keep it to strictly to an hour. And it's really, really a, a wonderful time we have. So come tomorrow night, six o'clock if you can, and uh, we'll have a candlelight service and honor uh, the Lord's birth, Okay. Father, we thank you for your goodness. We thank you for your mercy. We thank you for the word as we approach it that we'll uh, learn some things today and be blessed by it. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. You can be seated. Open your Bibles to Matthew, the second chapter. Matthew, the second chapter. Uh, while you're turning there, I thought I might share just some, some interesting things. Hopefully, you'll find them interesting. Uh, a 10-year-old girl who was becoming quite knowledgeable about the Bible because of her grandmother's teaching, asked her grandmother, which virgin was the mother of Jesus? The Virgin Mary or the King James Virgin? <laughs> the small boy, since that went over so well, a small boy was writing a letter to Jesus about the Christmas presents he badly wanted. He writes, I've been good for six months now. But after a moment's reflection, he crossed out six months and wrote three months. After a pause, that was crossed out and he put two weeks. There was another pause and that was crossed out too. He got up from the table and went over to the nativity scene that had the figures of Mary and Joseph. And he picked up the figure of Mary, wrapped it gently in a cloth and put it in a drawer in his room. He then went back to his writing and started again. Dear Jesus, if you ever want to see your mother again. And finally, speaking of nativity scenes, a 10-year-old girl went with a group of family and friends to see the Christmas light displays at various locations throughout the city. At one church, they stopped and got out to look more closely at the beautifully done nativity scene. Isn't that beautiful, said the little girl's grandmother. Look at all the animals, Mary, Joseph, baby Jesus. Yes, Grandma, replied the granddaughter. It is really nice, but there's only one thing that bothers me. Isn't baby Jesus ever going to grow up? He's the same size he was last year. <laughs> All right, have you found Matthew, the second chapter? First verse. Now, after Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea, 
In the days of Herod the king, behold, wise men, notice that wise men, wise men from the east came to Jerusalem, saying, where is he who is born king of the Jews? For we, the wise men, have seen his star in the east, and we've come to what? We've come to what? To, to worship him. Now, what did they come to do? They came to what? To, to worship him. Titling this message, the gift of the Magi gift of the magi you know the greek word for the greek word uh for wise men it's actually magi and that's where we get the the word magi or wise men and some people say they were kings some people say they were astronomers but certainly wise men and uh you know they brought certain gifts to jesus they brought certain gifts to jesus and uh you know, often the gifts themselves are the focal point when we talk about the wise men coming, you know, and and and, and the gifts get centered in on. And uh, now, now what did the wise men come to do? They came to do what? To what? To worship him. Now, that's what they came to do, but often the gifts that they brought get the focal point, that's the focal point, or they get the emphasis and really the gifts themselves shouldn't be. Now the gifts were gold, frankincense and myrrh. Is that correct? And gold was, you know, when you give a gift to somebody, you usually think about the person you're giving it to, don't you? You know, and it kind of represents them in some way. You know, you wouldn't buy me a a, 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 a hockey stick. <laughs> I don't play hockey. So you wouldn't buy that for me. That wouldn't represent me at all but you might buy me a golf club because you know I play golf so when they brought these gifts you know we can see that they, they they had Jesus in mind and what he was and what he was to do gold you see was the gift for a king a precious metal suitable for royalty the frankincense was the gift suited for a priest and you know Jesus is our high priest and much I could say to you about that and then the myrrh uh, represented that he would one day die. And we know that, that, that Jesus would one day die on the cross and, and bear our sins and, and so on. So you see the gold, the frankincense and the myrrh were the, the gifts that the wise men, that the magi brought and they represented Jesus and, and who he was and what he would do. But, you know, again, so oftentimes the gold, the frankincense and the myrrh is what gets all the attention and that's just a real small part of it. What did the wise men come to do? They came to what? Worship. To worship him. To worship him. That's what they came to do. Now look with me at verse 11. Matthew chapter 2 verse 11. Look at that with me if you would. Because in this one verse, we get great insight into what the wise men actually did see we if you ask most people what did the magi do they well they brought gifts what do they bring gold frankincense myrrh and that's kind of the end of it but you know the gold frankincense and the myrrh should should not be maximized really it should be minimized and what should be maximized is what we see here in verse 11 here's what the wise men actually did they came to worship let's notice this verse 11 and when they had come into the house they saw the young child with Mary his mother and fell down and what and 
worshipped him. And when they had opened their treasures, they presented gifts to him, gold, frankincense, and myrrh. Now, the gold, frankincense, and the myrrh comes last. But notice the verbs here. You know what verbs are? Any English teachers in here? They're action words, aren't they? Notice they came to worship. Notice the action of worship here. Notice they came into the house. They came. And then they saw. And then they what? They fell. And then they what? They opened. And then they presented. Here we see, here we see true worship unto the Lord Jesus coming, seeing, falling, opening, and presenting. The verbs of worship or the action of worship, this is what should be centered in on, not just the gold, frankincense, and the myrrh. Let's go through each of these just briefly. First of all, they came. Real loud, say, say they came. came. Yeah, they came. You know, this is, this is the first act of worship. They came unto the Lord Jesus. You know, often coming is not convenient. How many of you know, how many of you know it's easier to send something? Isn't it? It's easier to send something. You see, the trip the wise men took was very, was a very long distance. It took them probably almost, probably year to two years to get to where they were going. You know, that wasn't the most convenient thing to do. They probably traveled in a caravan. You know, it would have been much easier just to, you know, they were obviously rich men. They could have just sent their gifts. Is that, is that right? But they didn't do that. Real loud, say, say they came. See, they came. You know, the Bible says to bring the tithes into the storehouse. And then most of the time, the tithes are the focus point that get emphasized, but really the tithes shouldn't be the focal point, but the bringing them, you see, the bringing them is, 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 is an act of worship, isn't it? I'm not minimizing tithing. I'm not minimizing the gold, frankincense, and the myrrh. I'm just saying that, that, that they came. Real loud say, they came. they came. See, they came. That was the first act of worship. They came. It wasn't convenient, but they did it. And then what's the next thing that happened? They came into the house and they what? They, they what? They, they saw. Let's just leave that verse up there. Well, they've got it up there. They had come into the house so they came, and then what was the next thing? They what? They, they saw. They saw. Now, this word saw, if you, if you study into it a little bit, it means this, to pay full attention to. To pay full attention to. When they came into the house, they saw Jesus, and they gave him their full attention. Full attention. They didn't let anything distract them. When they came in to see Jesus, they saw him, they gave him full attention. They weren't on their cell phone making it, well, they didn't have cell phones back then, did they? But you know what I mean. You understand? They, they weren't standing there thinking about other things. They gave him their full attention, their full affection fell upon him. They weren't thinking about other things. They weren't, they weren't uh, you know, well, how, just, how fast can we get out of here? Well, my goodness, they just took about a year or a two trip to get there. You know what I'm saying? They gave him full attention, full affection. And really, that's an act of worship, you know, coming to the house of God 
That's the first act of worship coming. And then the next thing is, is to what? Give Jesus your what? Your full attention. Not letting anything distract you, not letting anything sway you away from giving your full attention to him. And that's what the wise men did. So they came into the house, they saw him, they gave him full attention, full affection. Then what's the next thing they did? They saw the young child with Mary, his mother, and what did they do next? They they fell down. Realize, say they fell. They fell. Now, they either knelt down or they laid flat on their faces before Jesus. Either way, you, you could argue it. But the thing of it is, this word falling here and this act of falling down or kneeling down shows a humbling, a humbling on their part. A humbling on their part. You see, if they were kings, and they may well have been, see, they came, mighty men, that they came, and this baby, remember, who is this baby? This baby is the son of God, right? And, they, and this baby is not only a king, but he's the king of kings. And so these three kings, or wise men, they, these magi, they came, they gave him full attention, and then what did they do? They fell, or they humbled themselves before him. They humbled themselves before him. Many people in the New Testament that came to Jesus, that's what they did. They came to him, gave him full attention, and then many times they would fall before him and and begin to worship him. That's what happened to John on the Isle of Patmos as he was getting the book of Revelation. He, He saw Jesus and he fell down before him. So that's what these magi, these wise men did. They came, see, what did they come to do? They, they came to what? To worship. to worship. So as we look at what they, they did, they, they came, they gave him full attention, and then they humbled themselves before him. They fell down before him. Then the next thing it says, they fell down and worshiped him. See, that's what they came to do. And when they had what? Opened, real loud say opened. They opened, that's the next thing, they opened. Now it's interesting as you look at this, it doesn't say that Jesus or even his mother opened the gifts. I mean, a lot of times when you, now Jesus was just very young, now, let's just say Jesus was a year and a half to two years old. Most year, year old kids, I mean, I don't know. A lot of times, don't you see the parents sometimes even opening their gifts? I don't know, maybe. Do they tear them open at one? I, I, do they or don't they? I don't know. But you give a young child a gift, a lot of times the parent will open it. But here, we, we don't see Jesus opening the gifts. We don't see his mother opening them. We see the wise men, the magi, opening them. And, and certainly they opened the gifts of the gold, the frankincense, and the myrrh. But let's don't put our emphasis on the gold, the frankincense, and the myrrh. You know, for a gift to be of value, it must come from someone's heart. Would you agree with that? So I believe what they did is they came unto Jesus. They gave him their full attention. They humbled themselves. They fell down before him. And then what did they do? They opened their hearts unto him. They open their hearts. See, God is more interested in your heart than he is in your money. Did you understand that? Now, now, 
I'm not minimizing the, the gifts in any way. I'm not minimizing it in any way. But, but you see that what they did is they opened their hearts unto the Lord Jesus. And that's a, 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 such a huge act of worship is opening our hearts unto him. And that's what the wise men did. So they opened, they opened their treasures but their treasures are only good if their heart's in it. Did you know your giving is only good if your heart's in it? Your worship is only good if your heart's in it. Did, did you understand that? And so their hearts were in it and they opened their hearts to him as they opened their treasures. And then after that, what does it say here? They opened their treasures and then what's the next thing? They what? They, they presented gifts unto him they presented gifts we know the gifts were the gold frankincense and the myrrh but really it was far 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 deeper than that the presented here means to give they gave these gifts they gave them from their hearts for a gift to be acceptable to god now listen to this it must be of value to the giver it must be something that's precious to the giver it must be a sacrifice to the giver did you hear me and i believe that this gold and frankincense and myrrh was a sacrifice for these rich men well we don't know that they were rich do we they probably were i don't know but i do know this that they brought these gifts and I believe it was a sacrifice for them. Remember David? He said, I will not give God something that cost me nothing. And I don't believe that these men gave Jesus just, I don't believe they came and tipped him. You know what I mean? You know, do you, how many of you know what I mean? I don't believe they came and tipped him. I believe that they gave him something that was costly to them. It was a sacrifice for them. You see what I'm saying? And so, you know, we talk about gold, frankincense, and myrrh. But you have to understand, this was something that was precious to these wise men. This was something that, that cost them something. And they opened their hearts and they gave these gifts from their hearts and these gifts were something that were precious to them and I believe sacrificial to them. I believe they gave these gifts looking for nothing in return and I believe that their total and complete motive in this was to bless the Lord. I believe in giving and receiving. I believe that as we give, God gives back to us. I believe as we give, we should believe him. But I tell you what, I think that there's something far greater than that. It is Rather than us looking for the return, we need to just have the motive of looking how we can bless the Lord. Did you hear what I said? I heard a man say one time, he said, yeah, Jesus wasn't even born and he had three rich dudes looking for him. You know, that minimizes and dirties the gospel message. Did you hear what I just said? The emphasis, I believe in prosperity. I'm a prosperous man, but I don't put emphasis on that. We should put emphasis on Jesus and the gospel. Can you say amen? 
And if you'll put the emphasis in the right spot, you won't have to beg people for money. Can you say amen? Did you hear me? See, it's not about the gold, frankincense, and the myrrh. It's about what it, it's about. They came, they saw, they fell, they opened, they presented. That's what it, it's all about. The gold, the frankincense, and the myrrh. It, it, why was it significant? It was significant because it was a sacrifice for those men. You see that? Can you say, are you getting anything out of this? It was a sacrifice to them. It cost them something. I believe their motive was just to be a blessing to, to the Lord. You know, I think of the movie, The Gift of the Magi. Have you ever seen that? Where you had this lady with this, you had actually, the, it was a couple, they were, they were in love and, and uh, she had this long, beautiful hair and it was just so precious to her. But she didn't have any combs to hold it up. And her her, I guess it was either her husband or the man she was going to marry. He had this watch that was very costly. And I don't know, I, he might have got it from his grandfather or his father. Or something it was very precious to him. But he had no chain. Remember that? And these two loved one another, this man and this woman. She had this long, beautiful hair, but no combs to hold it up. And he had this watch that was precious to him, just like her hair was precious to her, but he had no chain to, to hold the watch. And so remember, as the story goes, she went and had her hair cut. Remember that? And she sold her hair so that she could do what? She could buy a chain for the one she loved for his watch. And remember what he did? Unbeknownst to her, he goes out and he sells his watch so that he can buy her combs for her hair. And at Christmas time when they exchanged gifts, now she's got combs, but no long hair. And he's got a chain, but no watch. But what's the real message there is that she may not have had her long hair anymore. And he may not have had his watch anymore. But they had one another and they had the love that each one had for the other. And you see the true gift of the Magi there in that they were willing to sacrifice for the one they loved. And that's what these wise men did. They came, they saw, they bowed, they humbled themselves, they, they opened and they gave from their hearts that which was precious to them. You see, when someone asks you what... What was the gift of the Magi? Don't answer gold, frankincense, and myrrh. Answer that they came, they saw, they fell, they opened, they presented that which was precious to them. That was the gift of the Magi. Their worship unto the Lord. Yes, the gold, frankincense, and the myrrh were a part of that, but let's not maximize the gold, frankincense, and the myrrh. Let's minimize it and put the emphasis where it should be on what true worship is all about. Coming, humble, seeing, giving full attention, humbling, opening, and presenting. And that's how we should come and worship Jesus. Do you all agree with that? Yes. That, that that's how we should, should worship him. We should come to him 
give him full attention, humble ourselves, open our hearts to him and give him our very life. Give him that which is precious unto us and he'll receive it. Let's close with Romans 12 verse 1. Romans 12 verse 1 in the NIV. Romans 12 verse 1 in the NIV. It'll be up on the screen there. Notice what the Bible says here. Therefore, I urge you, brothers, talking to all of us, brothers, sisters in the Lord, in view of God's mercy, to offer your, offer your bodies as a living or as living sacrifices, holy and pleasing to God. This is your spiritual act of worship. Amen. Let's stand before God. Don't forget, we have Family Sunday today. There'll be some really wonderful, wonderful goodies out there in the foyer. So as we dismiss here in just a moment, don't forget the goodies out there. Stay around and, and, and fellowship if you can. We'd love for you to do that. I want to wish everybody a Merry Christmas and a, and a wonderful New Year. And, and I tell you what... Uh, if you're here today, just bow your heads, close your eyes. If you're here today and you don't know Jesus, you've never, you've never turned away from your sins and asked him to come into your heart. If you've never come to him and humbled yourself before him and received him, I want to encourage you to do that before you leave today. Maybe you've walked with him at one time, but you've kind of gotten away from him. This would be a good time to get back close with him. So there'll be some men and women standing up here in the front when we dismiss, they'll be up here in the front. If you need to receive Jesus into your heart today and ask him into your life, or if you need to rededicate your life to him, or maybe you just need somebody to talk to, somebody to pray with, there'll be men and women up here in the front. God has them here for you, for you to come, and they're here to minister to you and to love you and, and to help you in any way that we possibly realistically can amen so be sure that you take advantage of that if you need to but let us all right before we're dismissed let's make a commitment to the lord let's make a commitment to the lord that as we approach this new year and even as we finish out this one because this one isn't over just yet but let's make a commitment to him that this is how we're going to worship him if we haven't been doing so we're going to do it from here on we're going to come to him we're going to give him our full attention. We're going to humble ourselves before him. We're going to open our hearts to him and present that which is precious unto him. So let me lead you in a good confession and a prayer unto God. Say, say, dear God in heaven, we're going to worship you with our whole hearts. We dedicate ourselves to this. We'll come unto you. We'll give you our full attention our full affection, we'll humble ourselves before you, we'll open our hearts unto you, and we'll present that which is precious unto you. Our, our, our very life, our very bodies, our tithes and our offerings, but it'll come from our heart. And we trust that it will be acceptable to you in Jesus name amen hey greet a couple of people love on them and then go get some goodies God bless you you're dismissed